What's up, everybody? It's Jim Cooley. We are back at Bay Area Combat North Bay Face-Off. We are once again joined by myself and Steve Barnett, the matchmaker and co-promoter of Bay Area Combat, which today, by the way, is brought to you by Suncoast Awning, and we all want to thank Suncoast Awning for everything that they do for Bay Area Combat, not just the event, but this podcast as well. And in that regard, Deborah Farolito is here, the co-promoter of Bay Area Combat and the owner of Suncoast Awning, so that makes sense, right? And, uh, and, of course, we are once again joined by Diego Bigelow, who now has a man scar on his left cheek. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big boys now. How'd the fight go, man? Like, I feel bad because I had to leave early last night. Normally, I would have announced that fight at Panda Cup, but I didn't get to. Maybe that's why this happened. I don't know. <laughs> you kind of messed up the mojo there. <laughs> so what went down, man? Tell us about the fight. Uh, it was a tough fight, man. I fought uh, Arson Yesenglea from AKA. Um, uh, we knew that he was a really good wrestler, and uh, he was tough everywhere. So right. uh, he comes out. We we meet in the center, and I kind of got the inclination that maybe we were about to box it out because he threw some nice shots in the opening. And uh, is that what you wanted? You want to? Yeah, I, okay. I wanted to okay. stand and fight. You know what I mean? Um, uh, I, I I was confident that I would be able to uh, do a little bit more than I did on the ground. Yeah. Uh, he he ended up shooting early and getting good control and it just that kind of ended up being the the narrative for the next two rounds so kind of what i'm getting is like you came out and he he made you feel like well hey we're gonna have a stand-up battle yeah. so you got in your mind you're like okay fuck let's box yeah let's get and it. then the next thing you know you're on the ground yeah. and your mindset was somewhere else yeah yeah okay that's what it was i mean yeah and, and, and those russian dudes can grapple bro i don't care what man, school they're in they can, he, man he's trained <laughs> with the right guys. They, they can all get it man uh they yeah he was tough man he uh he like put me on my back and uh, like didn't do much from the top, but it was enough to just maintain control. Got some nice peppers from the top, and they stood us up a few times. Um, and it was just basically me trying to get a handle on him with standing, and then ultimately getting taken down. So. You, you know what I like about the way you're telling this story? For one, we all know that you can win because you win all the time. But you lost, and there's no, oh, well, this happened, and this happened. I had a bad weight cut, and, and my fingernail hurt, and all this other shit. Nah. You're just like, you know what, dude? I had a hard time getting a handle on him. Yeah. He was landing good shots. He yeah. took me down. So in general, like what people need to understand about MMA is you lose. Yeah. Nobody's undefeated. Fedor Emelianenko, who's arguably the greatest heavyweight of all time, loses. So yeah. it's going to happen, man. And you know what? You're, you're uh, noble in defeat, which is yeah. good. Yeah, there's no no sense in being a douchebag when you when you yeah. clearly lost the fight. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, no, I, I was I was happy with how some of my good moments went. I had some real good moments, and I was confident that uh, I did everything I could to stay in the fight, and I didn't get finished or uh, or submitted or anything like that. So I, I was happy with it. You know, I think I learned a lot from it. And uh, Arson was very very powerful, man. He was just a really good wrestler. He he, he kept himself uh, in. He kept stayed heavy really well. You know right, what I mean? Right. There was it was really hard to like shrimp out and create space and and do things that I know I know how to do. So right, um, yeah. And it's hard when you get two guys that are equal grapplers and one guy's just not saying you're not strong, but when one guy's just that super cock strong and you yeah. just can't control him, yeah. he's usually going to win that grappling battle yeah. just because you both have the skill and the technique, but he's just yeah. a little bit stronger. So he seemed he had good fundamentals too. Like he wasn't, yeah. um, he didn't like he didn't play around too much. Like he wasn't giving me too many opportunities to like explode out you so know do you mean? think do you think his game plan because as a fight fan i'm talking you know first most you know i'm a fight fan that's why i love putting on these fights i like seeing a good fight do you think his game plan was just to take you down and hold you just to get the w it's hard to say you know i think i i don't know i if i was standing in front of me in the way i move i would probably shoot too 
you know um i i think i'm I have fast really feet good, good head movement i think i have yeah. good striking you know what yeah. i mean so I, whether it was something that he planned on beforehand or right when he got in the fight i don't know but he he took me down so and taking know. nothing away from your camp because you have a tremendous camp but aka obviously legendary camp there's so many guys that have come out of there over the years and uh, you know they get a guy like that that's super strong and they just they they find the right things to give him you know yeah. like look this dude's super strong let's teach him how to hold people down yeah. a la sean shirt yeah. not saying that's <laughs> all he can do but you know there's guys yeah like no he wasn't yeah and when we stood up like <clears throat> i said the opening of the fight like he threw some some interesting shots to where i was like yeah i was like okay here we go right? he's, gonna, he's gonna box it out with me so um and i've seen him in his other fights like his stand-up wasn't horrible uh, yeah i just thought mine was better and i thought we were gonna I was going to get to show that a little more. So this shot, what was this from? I couldn't tell you. Uh, we there, There's no, like, bruise underneath it. The eye is a separate it's, one. It looks weird. There's it, no... Yeah, we, we didn't know if it was the leather of the gloves or something because it seems like a scratch, the doctor said. So uh, I couldn't tell you. I, I don't... All I know is it was open at the end of round one. Right. So, uh, all in all, how did you have fun? I fun? had a good-ass time, man. I landed some big shots on him. Uh, you want a rematch, right? Man, I'll never beg for it, but if it comes, you know I'm down. So uh, maybe we'll think about something in the future under <laughs> a pro card. Definitely. But you, you still have the, um, I believe, don't you? You still have a title, don't you? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this one. Yeah. Yeah. Bay Area Combat. Yeah. Yeah. So, but are you are you talking about turning pro? Because you just mentioned pro. I don't remember you saying. No, I think we were just talking about <coughs> the fact that he had plans to create, make this a pro show, too. I got you. Okay. Yeah. So, do you plan on defending your title June 22nd? For surely. Okay. Because I, I had yeah. seen something about you possibly fighting somewhere else. Um, yeah. Uh, I <coughs> to fight um, June 1st for another promotion. Um, we'll see how that turns out. The doctor didn't like the, 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 the sound of the date. And you'd rather that, fight for us anyway. Yeah, man. I fight for people who take care of me. I'll be real. You know, nothing bad. Take, I don't speak ill on no one. But, I know, do. I'll I've do had, it. I've had a bad. Uh, I don't like. I don't like their cage, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll say it, dude. Sean Curry is a douchebag. Yeah. Listen, um, <laughs> this is not from Deborah or Steve or Barry Combat. This is from Jim Cooley, and Sean Korea knows this. I think he's a douchebag, and uh, anytime he wants to talk about that with me, I'll meet him anywhere he wants to. So <laughs> I got I got, uh, I got, a, I got, a, I got a gym, and I got a really inclusive uh, waiver for yeah, you guys. Uh, yeah, I don't me. even need to. I'll, I'll just backhand <laughs> him. Funny. But so, so and, and here's the thing, and that's something I kind of want to talk about, and while you're here, I think it's a good, it's a good opportunity to do this. And not just <laughs> Sean Korea, because Sean Korea is sort of the leader of the douchebags, but there's other douchebag promoters that they say, hey, this guy's putting on a show. Things are successful. Oh, they're doing pretty well. You know what? I'm going to try to book on his date or close to his date and see how many of his fighters I can get. And that's what I like about Steve and Deborah is, and Bubba and other guys is how they work together and hey man we're doing this show then maybe we'll put some of our guys on your show hey how can we work this out yeah. i want this guy you know and i feel like if everyone did that it would be fair to you yeah the fighter diego bigelow and yeah. julius wright and all these fighters that are out here busting their asses and they have to kind of you get caught in that situation yeah. like hey this dude's coming at me and he wants me to do this fight sounds like a pretty good fight yeah but these guys really want me to do this fight you know which which way do i lean yeah so yeah. it's tough you know and i i've you know, I'm not. I can't say names or anything like this, but it's like <clears throat> camos. You know, we got rules and regulations as far as what's considered an amateur fight. We're not supposed to pay ticket commission to the fighters at, after a certain point, or else it becomes uh, a, payment. Pay, a payment. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I heard you know on the backside, people getting paid for like extra travel or 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 a, or a huge percentage rate of their ticket sales and stuff, which is not. 
It's not. Well, we fair. had some people get suspended recently. I'm not going to name yes, names because they're right. my friends. Right. But we did have some people get suspended recently. For right. That. You know what I mean? It's like you know we need to have a standard across the board, 10 percent for ticket ticket commission, so everybody's on the even playing field. And it's and this way, I I feel that it's better for the fighters too when they're not going to get pulled around and played played. You know what I mean? It's like everybody's on the same page. But I you know I've heard these guys like oh no you know I got to pay this coach this much money or I got to do this or I got to do that I'm like well you know, we're not supposed to this is you know I've been hit up by fighters about this kind of shit and I'm like well what's what's fighter pay I'm like nothing you're an amateur right oh you take a commission you know what I mean I'll I'll promote you as a fighter you know on my page on my on my my web page you know on my YouTube channel and all this stuff you know but and you'll put on a great show and there's good walkouts and there's great yes. crowds at Bay Area Combat like listen obviously. I'm here because you guys, I work for you, but that's not even the point. Like as a guy who fought in this industry in the nineties, who has been a judge, a ring announcer, been around this sport forever. I can tell you your shows are great. Like there's a lot of times you go to these local shows and there's, there's nobody there. Right. And, or they're just put on shitty and you got yeah. these guys outside in the heat and there's mats on the ground and Hey, stay out here. Burn oh, here's 10 waters to go with 50 fighters. You know what yeah. I mean? So it, it does matter. Now as a fighter, from your perspective, how do you feel about, I guess, the, the tug and pull between the promoters trying to get the fighters on their shows? I think it's robbing uh, the shows from potentially getting the best matchups. You know what I mean? Because that's ultimately what it's about. Nobody should be showing up for money. As far as from a fighter's perspective, you right. should never be showing up for money unless you're a pro. That's a different conversation. And then you really need to be showing up for the We're right. talking about like right now, like I'm <clears> trying to fight the best dudes. Right. I'm trying to learn the most. I'm basically giving myself a crash course in MMA. You know what I mean? And yeah. the last year has shown that I'm willing to do that. And I think the guys that, and there's I'm not the only one. Like there's a, there's a lot of guys like that, that are willing to do what I'm doing. And if the promotions are butting heads and they got three promoters in their DMs and they're trying to talk to all three of them, but none of them want to talk to each other, then like you said, you're just robbing yourself. And worse know? than that, bro, like it, let's take it a step further. If this continues to happen, eventually a lot of shows are going to go out of business. Yeah. They're not going to be able to put on shows, right. and then you're going to have less options. <laughs> yeah. And I, I remember when you were here last time, and I'm not, I'm not going to bring up anything bad, but when you were here last time in Tulsa, you've been going through a lot, yeah. and that fighting it really helped, and that you were really struggling. So for you especially, when this shit happens, it's tough. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's fighters out there that, look, there's money in the bank. Mommy mm -hmm. and daddy got them. They're yeah. living at home. You know, they don't they don't got the eye of the tiger. There's yeah. nothing to strive for there. Yeah, the so. sport makes me wealthy in spirit, not my pocket. There you, you know go. I mean? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. But it's yeah, gonna happen. I'm there with you. <laughs> On that note, too, guys, I want to talk real quick about Max Griffin because he's a local fighter. Started yeah. out just like you out here in Northern California. I was with him last night, and he announced it today on Instagram. Five-fight deal with the UFC at 75% more pay than he's been getting for his fights no in the UFC. So he's, he's going to take us out to dinner, you're saying? Yes, yes. Max, <laughs> you, owe, you owe me money or something. <laughs> Man, so I don't know what that was. That was just my name on there? No, your, your frame froze up. My frame froze up? I'm I'm too good looking. Chilled. Um, I'm still here, guys. You guys can still see my my co-host and think, my guest. Uh, I think our producer so needs to quit playing with the, um, with the mouse. But yeah, so yeah. it's good to see him do that. And th does that <laughs> then for you and other fighters? Does that say, hey, look, I can do this? Yeah, he, he's the he's evidence. And he's yeah. someone that I mean, Max like Max has never had an easy road. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've, I've had the opportunity to um, hear some of his story. You know what I mean? I don't I don't act like I know it all, but. 
uh, he's told me some some stuff about the things that he's had to go through right. being an athlete and then just having his own personal life, family life, and uh, talk about someone that overcomes, you know what I mean, and doesn't yeah. fold. So got a son, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. And I, I don't <clears> know, like it's so easy for me to like go back home after you take I take a loss like that and like cry about it, mope about it. Last night was kind of you know I have I've had my ups and downs in the last twenty four hours, you know yeah. what I mean. Since the fight, it's literally been a day, um, but if I just strip all that away in my own problems and I look at someone like that who's come up and had his ups and downs and there's so many examples of that that's evidence right there. Absolutely. You know I mean? That's evidence that it can be done and if you want it that bad, you won't make an excuse. Yeah. And so of them did. on behalf of, you know, Barry combat myself, everyone here, you know, Max Griffin, congratulations, bro. I'm so fucking proud Hell of you, yeah, man. You, and like you said, no one more deserving. No so. one more deserving. Um, so, Looking forward, let's say we work this out. You come June twenty second. You're gonna fight for Barry Combat Steve and Deborah. Who do you want? Um, I got him. I got. I got who. Who, I'm, who I'm is fighting. it? Eugenio Garcia. Okay. He's a he's a he's a bad dude. He wants. He likes to fight. He likes to stand in the pocket. He wants to stand up and scrap. And that's what I want. I think that's that's what's gonna bring out the best fight. You, you know, know it's I mean? like uh, yeah. You know, it's like I, I like the way you know, like when it comes to fighting, I like watching a fight. So. Your guys' stylistic, how I, how, I, how I was looking at the matchup on this is both you guys like to stand up and fight it out. Eugenio and, and you lost pretty much by the same type of fighter. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody, you know, grinders, you know, hold you down and grind you, you know what I mean, type of fighters. And it's like uh, I matched it up for an exciting matchup for the crowd. This is going to be probably one of the – Is this a guy that's going to stand up with you, you think? I believe so. I, oh, like yeah. I said, I think, I think I Eugenio's a bad motherfucker, man. What's the healing here for the stitches? I mean, uh, I've had plenty of stitches. But. Like I said, I, I, like yesterday was May 4th, right? I'm, I was scheduled previously. I, I'm still scheduled for June 1st at this point. But okay. like the doctor didn't like the sound of that. I still got to talk to my coach because I haven't had time to reflect on any of it, you know okay. what I mean, with people who look out for me. So um, – this this has got to be the priority, so I can, you know, because yeah. I can't even because you got to think about the amount of time I have to train too. If I can't get the rounds I need to get in, yeah, I, you know, I'm not gonna be stupid and just show up to a fight. Absolutely, you know I mean? so, and and, yeah. and Eugenio Garcia is not going anywhere. But and Barry June twenty second, that's a different conversation. So it's yeah. far enough out where I can actually train for it and I can be ready Three for it. Three extra weeks. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. That's, so that's both cool. you, it's like both you guys, just actually just both had a loss this weekend. It's kind of a unique situation. You're my champion. You just lost to another in, a, in another promotion. But the thing is, you're still our champion. And so like Eugenio, he may have lost that last fight, but he's also a really, really tough guy and earned his way up. In, in my my opinion, earned his way up to a championship fight. Absolutely. You know, um, I had the, I had an opportunity to talk to him yesterday too. He's 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 a cool guy. Someone that can talk and he he likes yeah. That's the type of fighter I like. Someone that can have a conversation. I don't know if I asked you this before. What's it like to you to fight guys that you get along with, like guys that you've talked to and become friends with? Um, I have no problem fighting my best friends in the gym. So I promise you, me and Julius go harder rounds than I've ever gone in a fight. Yeah. And that's a fact. I need to see Julius back in the cage soon, man. We got to get Julius fighting. I know. I'm I'm working on trying to find a matchup for him now. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? Uh, well, obviously you didn't see the Canelo fight because you were fighting, mm-hmm. but it was a decent fight. Canelo won the fight last night. I was going to say so. Last night I had a, a pretty cool event um, with some of the legends of, of, of MMA. Um, do you ever in your head say, "Hey, man, I want to go train with all these guys for like six months. Like, I want to go here and train with this guy, and here and train with this guy, and here and train." Hell Who would yeah. those guys be? Your top. So you, you get you pick three guys that you can go train with a month at a time that you want to learn from. Who would it be? 
Uh, if well, okay, so one of them wouldn't be MMA specifically. Okay, I would love to go train with Jordan Burroughs, the wrestler. Okay, yeah, just do like a crash course on Olympic wrestling. You know what awesome. I mean? Um, that'd right. be awesome. Um, I always wanted to go up to Brazil and train with the the, the highest level Brazilian guys. Okay, um, that kind of has maybe I have to say it has to do more. I'm kind of cliche in the sense where everybody wants to go travel and train. Yeah, well, um, I mean, who doesn't want to travel? Yeah, yeah. I like. I mean, going to Thailand would be sick. That would be cool. Yeah, a little like, Thailand yeah, vacation. You know what I mean? Like going to over Thailand. there ki- kicking trees and shit. Yeah, yeah, and then go put on a gi in Brazil and go chill on the beaches afterwards. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's cool. But uh, definitely Jordan Burroughs. Oh, and then um, actually it was really cool. Uh, one of my buddies knows uh, um, the Wolf MMA Bellator oh, champion. Eugene Yo. Are uh, you talking about Eugene Jackson? No, 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 the no. Wolf? Uh, uh, God, oh my gosh, I'm horrible. He literally just like sent a message to me today. He's, he's current him. fighter on Bellator right he's now? The featherweight champion. He's a beast. Uh, the Wolf? Yeah. Uh, here we go. Well, how am I going blank here on that? Go. The uh, featherweight champion of Bellator right now is. We uh, got you. A second. Darian Caldwell. Is he the wolf? Is he thirty-five? He's a thirty-fiver then, huh? I think he's a bantamweight, right? Yeah, bantamweight. My bad. I'm stupid. Okay. okay. Yeah, Darian Caldwell is a bad dude, though. I think he can yeah. beat anyone at forty-five too. Um, he's such an incredible wrestler, but uh, it was cool. My buddy. So I, I hear a lot of wrestling in there. Do you think wrestling is sort of the wave of the future right now in MMA? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that. I mean, obviously, anybody who who likes to watch fights hates seeing that style win. But I mean, I don't hate any style. I, th- I just want to be better at any style <clears throat> that I can be. I feel I have a lot of really good instincts, and I feel I have a lot of I have a lot of areas I can be good at. But um, I there's this I still have a ton of work to do. So if I could work with like the best wrestlers and get a- let's let's do this. Let's get into the mind of a fighter. Would you have would you have said that yesterday before your fight? If I absolutely asked okay, so it, did anything change? Like okay, so I went in, I fought him. Now I need to work on this. What did you figure out? You said you learned a lot. What did you figure out? You need to work on now that maybe you didn't know before that fight last night. Yeah, it's it's nothing. Uh, and that's a great it's, fucking it's question. Ne- it's by nothing the way. technically. <laughs> it's nothing tech. It has nothing tech because technically, improve, to improve technically is always my priority. Okay, you know what I mean to be a better wrestler, to be a better striker, to be a better. Um, um, anything. It's what my better jujitsu. Like I, I want to have better scrambles. Like I want to. I want technically speaking, I want to be better always. Um, the one thing that I think I learned last night is I think physically. I think from an athletic perspective. Okay. I think there's huge strides to be made for me as far as strength and conditioning. You know what I mean? And um, I I was in great shape that that fight last night. I was ready to go. He was you know just know stronger. I mean? Yeah, yeah. He was. He was. He was just. He, it wasn't. It wasn't necessarily a cardio thing, though, right? No, just more I strength. Yeah, maybe he just. I don't do a lot of strength training. Actually, I do no strength training. I do. <laughs> I, I do a million miles running, and I do a million rounds. And um, for every hundred bench presses, a lot of these guys do. I do a hundred rounds. So um, uh, everything is sport specific up until this point. But I, I think I would really um, um, benefit from a legit strength and conditioning program. And right. that's that's not for lack of it being available i just haven't made a priority to add it to my game so uh, that's if i would say it's learning i would that would be what i learned is that i need to make that more of a priority to get uh stronger faster if there was obviously no, always smarter if there's no mma would you be a boxer or a wrestler would you be a wwe wrestler would we see uh, diego bigelow bam bam bigelow man that'd be sick bro yeah that one of the actors you know like, how tall are you Five nine. No good, bro. Yeah, no, good. Make, <laughs> no good. I'm, I'm a prop. You know what I mean. I'm someone that you throw me in there for a side. A show, referee. You know I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean. 
Yeah. So I'm the referee that gets beat up whenever they, they don't like the call, you know? <laughs> but, um, Do you watch WWE? No. I was like, I was like, I remember it, people still watching it when I was a little kid, but yeah. I'd never watched it. People like, still watch it. Yeah, it's huge. Crazy? It's gigantic. Crazy. I mean, look at how big the UFC gets when Brock comes and fights. You know what I mean? So his, his fights are huge. That was why I was so, like, like yeah. I was above, it was beyond my comp- comprehension why, like, CM Punk was, like, such a big deal. In oh, the and UFC. that dude I, can't fight his way out of wet paper sack. But that's what I'm saying, like, because, I, because I didn't understand how famous he was. I didn't yeah. know how famous he was. Super I didn't famous. It. I didn't, I didn't realize that. I didn't yeah. either. Dude, I was like, like who the fuck who's is that? Guy? Right? Like, he just got his ass Could you by imagine, though, like, let's say 1987, the UFC starts to get big and Hulk Hogan comes and fights oh, in the UFC? Fuck. How big that would have been, dude? Oh, my God. Gigantic. I mean. It you know what? It would have killed me. It would have hurt my heart, though. You know what I mean? Seeing it, a pro, these pro wrestlers in there, I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, well, there's been so many over the years, like I Tony Holmey, Bam Bam Bigelow actually fought in Japan. There's been several of them, and they, they never really do that well. Um, other than Brock Lesnar, who, you know, uh, by the way, I still feel would be the greatest heavyweight of all time. I, 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 I got to say, I like the Japanese uh, uh, pro wrestlers, so they've been fighting in pride and stuff. Some of yeah. those guys are fucking awesome. Dude, look, Genki Sudo, uh, one of my favorite <laughs> fighters of all time. Dude's a lunatic. He comes in there and does backflips and shit in the middle of the fight. I don't know if you've ever seen Genki Sudo fight. Nah. For those of you at home that have never seen Genki Sudo fight, Go to YouTube and type in Genki Sudo highlights. <laughs> the dude is a nut. He'll run up the cage and do a flip in the middle of the fight and then turn around and start fighting again in and, and legit fights. That's yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> Japanese guys are nuts. Watching like the old Kung Lee fights where he yeah did that sweep, you know, where he yeah. like the scissor sweep. Yeah, but, but do it but, all the time. But like, take it was a regular part of his game. Kung Lee's craziness. Smoke some crack and then take it to the next <laughs> level, and that's Genki Sudo, dude. That's crazy. So. Yeah. So who else are we looking at, Steve? Uh, we, oh, we know we got Diego and possibly Eugenio. Uh, right. What so, else are we looking at so, June 22nd? So Michael Bueno is going to be he's going to be defending the California State Amateur Title at 155. He's going to be fighting uh, Philip Hatterley. Okay, that's good. That's, that's Philip Hatterley's strong. Man. Yeah, it's you know, it's going to be a remarkable fight. It's going to be something spectacular. I'm, I'm you know both these guys like how they fight. I've seen them fight. Give like, us your take. Who's going to win this fight? Oh, it, I think. Uh, uh, Mr. Bueno is gonna win. Uh, I think Philip is uh, he's short and he's like small, shorter and stockier and very strong. But I think technically Bueno is really sound and he does a lot of things well. Okay. And I think uh, his length and his uh, I think his jujitsu didn't look bad in his last fight either. Like he, and he like was able to get up like every time and like, control Julius and stuff right. like that. So if he could do that to Julius and have a, 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 some good success against Julius and Julius is a bad motherfucker. So uh, I think I think he's gonna give Adderley for sure. There you go. What do you think, Steve? I can't. I, you know, I you tell know, him. Come on, you put the match together. Who do you think is gonna win? I I, I don't know who. <laughs> who else? Who win. else do we got? You know, I, I I can't even I can't even say who I think is gonna. No, win you can't do that. Who else? You know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I got another. Um, I got another. Uh, uh, Terrence Saturn. He's gonna be, Saturn. Yeah. He's gonna be possibly fighting a. Um, uh, uh, well, I, I'm trying not to let the let it, the cat out of the bag okay, yet. Okay. But uh, I, I he, thought this show was to to promote the next event. But hey, yeah, whatever the fuck. What the fuck know, do I know? <laughs> well, you know, it's uh, uh, well, I I sent a message out to uh, Alberto uh, uh, Mendez. Okay. You know, yeah. So I sent a message out to him to, uh, and I'm just waiting for a response right now. But nice. that's going to be for the first 125 pound title fight for Barry Combat. Those two guys are fucking beast. Yeah. I mean that. That is like you know such a, a spectacular matchup. Both of them are really really tough fights. Fighters they got all finishes on their record so far. 
Nice. Both undefeated? Undefeated. Both oh, undefeated. that's a big fight. So Terrence and who's the, who's the guy's fighting? Uh, uh, Alberto uh, uh, Men- Mendez. Mendez, yeah. I, I think I, I've only I think I've seen him fight once, but I can't recall how it went. No, he's uh, he said all finishes, so oh. maybe you drop down to one twenty five and just uh, clean out that division. Albert, what's his name? Alberto uh, uh, Beto. They call him Beto. Beto. Mendez. Yeah, he came in as an independent last night. Interesting. Yeah, he fought a. Uh, um, let me see. What is it? Is it oh, what are you looking at? Panda Cup. Yeah, he's fought. He fought a. Uh, uh, he fought um, Michael Howard last night. So he beat did, he he knocked Michael Howard out last night. That, wait. Yeah. Okay. For a second, I thought you oh, you meant Anthony man. Homicide Howard, but Michael Howard. Okay, the other Howard. I got gotcha. you. Uh, yeah. Because not many people knock out Anthony Homicide Howard. That's why I was a little <laughs> so confused. So Michael Howard, you know, Ma- Michael Howard, top ranked uh, one twenty five. Yeah, he's an yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. Why like, I've been trying to get that guy to fight for me for a long time. It's like, and then I think this was his last amateur fight. He's gonna, he's going pro. Uh, that kid's a fucking beast. Doesn't he have? He has, he's have like one more title fight as an amateur. He's fighting Cody Sharmer. Possibly. Uh, I, think I, don't know. I think I Is saw that, that. Really? I saw. I How does that go him. down what, after what, last what, night, though? Yeah, but what promotion? Five five nine is it? That's uh, definitely see, the promotion that you're talking about. But I don't know if they're still going to do that. I don't think, he, no, did he get knocked out last night? He got knocked out. Yeah. So I mean, it doesn't mean much. He could still fight it. It's just it happens. It's a forty-five day suspension too. Yeah. On, on you know what's funny, dude? That. Is I was I was making fun of Sean Korea because I don't like him, but and I noticed your record. Like, did you fight for Titans Cage a lot, dude? Yeah, I fought. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, I fought Titans Cage like three times. Yeah, three times. Yeah. Cody Estes. Oh no, no, not Cody Estes. Samuel James, uh, Namon Taylor, and Devin Buck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I knocked out Devin, and then um, Namon's the only one who got Namon, you. Yeah, Namon, yeah, though. Yeah, Namon, he pretty much just wrestle fucked me. Yeah, he was a good, he was powerful. Sean Shirk, we call that Sean Shirking. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Namon's gonna be fighting for me as a second. He's show a beast, too. man. So Namon. no offense to you about you know Sean, but you know. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I just Fuck it's em. it's Sacramento, you know what I mean. So I, yeah. I just happened to always be on. That's how I made my debut, just because it was the promotion that they put me Dude, on. Dude, if so. you guys at home, and my camera's not working. I really wish it was. Listen, you guys need to go to the Camo website. And pull up Diego Bingo's <laughs> profile. Roasted, and look man. at this picture right here, Fucking dude. Douchebag. This, I think this is the, <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is the picture he sent into the Jersey Shore open casting calls. Hey, man. I was trying to get <laughs> I was trying to get the job, man. You know what I mean? Like, what would your what would your Jersey Shore nickname be? Oh shit, I don't know, man. Give me one. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. See, <laughs> I mean, from this picture, I might agree with you and say douchebag. Just yeah, because. Douchebag, yeah, <laughs> nah. douchebag nah. You gotta get the gold chain, so. though. <laughs> that's funny. No, that's a that's a funny <laughs> that's picture. A hilarious picture. So, uh, I noticed, man, you're in good spirits. You lost yeah. last night. No big deal. You got stitches in your face. Yeah, it's all good though to you. It's a scrap, man. You know what I mean? I didn't come here because I thought I was. Just wasn't going to take my bumps and bruises i came because i wanted to find out how far i could go how tough i was and um i haven't been knocked out yet or finished i've been submitted but you know i think like i said i think i have i I, i'm still confident that i can make something of this absolutely hey we were talking earlier uh deborah myself you and steve about bare knuckle and as a fighter an mma fighter and obviously like i said you got stitches from last night and that's with gloves on yeah how do you feel about when you see these guys after these bare knuckle fights and you see what their faces look like what is your take on bare knuckle? Because it's so divided right now, bro. Some people are like, oh, I love it. And people like me who are like, I got friends who fight for him. Like yeah. Chris Lieben's my boy. Justin yeah. Baseman's my boy. Yeah. Phil Baroni. I got yeah. Paulie Malinaji's getting ready to yeah. fight. But 
I don't like it, man. I don't like it. So I'm curious it's, what your take me, is. I love it. I think it's awesome. Cool. Yeah, it's legit. Yeah, it's for from a fan's perspective. I like yeah. scraps. You know what I mean? That's yeah. just awesome. But I think the, there's. A, I think the issue people have is that like they're trying to classify it. And for me, I would not classify it as sport fighting. Okay. I would classify it as that's a fucking street fight. Homie. Okay. Like, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Like it doesn't feel like a, it doesn't feel sporty. It feels just like a blood. Like, blood like we we just we just going in there to kill each other. Like that's cool. Like some beef. Yeah, because it's not because they can do can they do well I don't know can they do takedowns and knees? No, and no, it's all it's just boxing. Yeah, it's basically they, boxing. They, it's they, Marcus and Queensberry rules, but with no gloves. Yeah, basically. we could do that in the backyard. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, so, yeah just like, like they can dirty box. They can hold, hold it back the head. All, yeah. Well, that you can do though, right? Uh, not, 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 not traditional. I feel like Lieben did that to Justin Baseman, so maybe yeah, it's yeah. not Marcus of Queensberry rules. Yeah. But look, is there longevity? Do you think? Can these guys do this for a long time? No, no I don't think the fighters. There's no fucking way. Yeah. Well, guys, I guess. In, dude, did you see the picture that was floated around the internet? Of those two, two guys. It was Artem Labov oh and uh, I can't remember the other guy. Those guys got just fighting Paulie. They got more fucking heart than any motherfuckers I could even think yeah. about right now. How yeah. bad they brutalized. Yeah. Not just beat each other up. They brutalize each other to the point where... It makes me wonder, wow. though. Like, because you know what it's like to go around sparring for, right. a day, for years on end. Just, like, an accumulation of, of hits. Like, yeah. I wonder if there's much difference, like, as far as the amount of damage you're taking to your brain. Because well, I think what happens is cosmetically <clears throat> you get more fucked up because of the, the knuckles right. and stuff like that. But I don't think you're taking any less or more well, see, damage than you would with a glove on because... And get I get what you're saying, too, because my argument for MMA has always been, because, listen, I'm a boxing purist. I love boxing. Grew up on it. And I get into these arguments with people that are boxing purists, and they, they talk shit about MMA. It's cockfighting. It's this and that. And I say, listen, these guys are only getting hit X amount of times a night. And they're, if they get hit too hard, they're going to go to sleep because the gloves are so small. Mm. Whereas these boxers are getting hit four or five, six hundred times, times a night. And I see these guys that have boxing pugilistica and I watch them and I, it's like these guys I grew up on and, and now they're just like, they can't function. Dude, I, you know? I, and I don't feel like an MMA fighter would ever have that because like you said, it, and now you're taking it to the next level with no gloves. Yeah. And now, but now, then it might get to a point where now you've crossed over to where the punches are so fucking hard yeah. that it may actually still do damage. Yeah. You know so, what I mean? Yeah. And like, detached retinas and things like that. Exactly. You know? so, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. recently, I've, been, I've had a lot of opportunity to go out and watch some, uh, go with some pro, pro boxers and watch them spar and stuff. Their sparring sessions is a fucking, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fight. Yeah. Their, they, their sparring is. It's throwing down as hard as they can, and it's like every you know they spar what three days a week, damn mm -hmm. near. That that's hardcore for a long time too, so, and that's yeah. the thing about bare knuckle. Like, you can't spar, you can't spar bare knuckle. It's not like you can sit there and punch each other in the face with no gloves. Yeah. And you say like uh, MMA fighters only take certain shots on the night of the fight. Like you know that's why I say I think fighting is way easier than the training for the fight. Yeah. So so if we were talking about the long term damage, I think if for MMA fighters it comes from just using those 16s. You know. What yeah, I mean? sparring. Yeah. Like 16s, bro. You know, realize what we do in 16 ounces. Like, yeah. For days, we go for days. Like we do not stop because nothing's hurting you bad enough to put you down or make you quit or be a, a, right. a pussy. You know what I mean? But excuse me. Um. Uh, <laughs> they're. Uh, but it's just so the accumulation of shots, you know what I mean? Right. It makes me wonder. Sometimes I go home after training How and fuzzy. I, I feel like dumb, you know what I mean? Like, like I feel yeah. like I feel like I'm just slow. Like I can't answer questions. Not not like I literally. Yeah, I just yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, I do know. You I know, know something's mean. going down. Like you know that, yeah. that that shit cannot be good for you for very long. You know, I I recently got a chance to to hang out with Terry Norris and his sister, and I grew up watching Terry Norris, the boxer, and I had no idea how bad it had gotten for him 
And so when I got there, I saw him and I was talking to him and I bro, listen, I started crying. I'm a grown man. I was crying because I felt so bad for the situation that he was in. And he looked at me and he said, are you crying because of me? And I said, yeah. And he said, I'm okay. I'm okay. But I know he's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's just, I don't ever want to see, cause I'm so close with a lot of you guys, you know, and I'm around you guys every weekend and, and I fought, but I never fought on the level that you guys are fighting on now. Cause we didn't have that level back yeah. then. And so I guess I just, I worry sometimes, man, like, fuck, dude, I don't want to see any, like, Max or you or any of these guys, like, I want to see you guys, like, 40 years old, like Terry Norris, and mm -hmm. I love Terry, but, you know, so I'm, I'm glad that you recognize that, hey, dude, if we put these 16s on and we go 20 rounds a night, that yeah. something's going to happen, because then yeah. maybe you're smart enough to say, dude, we got to slow down a little bit, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And hopefully... Uh, most fighters think that way. Yeah, I would like to think that we have a pretty good filter. As, even at, at Marinobles, as hard as we go, Marinobles is very conscious to make sure, you know, we don't we don't ever spar without headgear. Like, you know what right. I mean? But we spar doesn't change how hard we spar, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but like I said, you have to take those steps and you got to know when enough is enough and when too much is too much. Um, I guess it's hard to say because we're all killers, you know what I mean? Like, we're not going to quit if we, if we, you know, we don't feel like we have to, you know, but you maybe know, that's, it's hard to find a filter, I guess. Sometimes. Right. You know, so I, I was uh, in a fight camp with one of my, one of my teammates who was uh, getting ready to fight up in Reno, the URC or uh, ultimate Reno combat. And he caught me with a fucking hard right. I stepped into it. He caught me, wobbled me. And I kept firing back. But I, I felt that for about six months. It's like, you know, fuzzy, not, you know, a little bit of equilibrium issues and stuff. My fuck, it took me six months to fucking come back, you know what I mean, to the point where I wasn't having vertigo and shit, you know. And, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. tough. Yeah. And I you're mean, old, dude. You're going to kill yourself, yeah. bro. Fuck yeah. But <laughs> I'm going like hey, <laughs> to tell you what, though. I'm going to die doing what I love. I love Straight this up. shit. I, you know, I'm probably the big... Fuck, I, I, I love the sport so much that I fucking... I put it on shows. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's one thing I do. Like, I haven't been, like, like I said, I haven't been knocked out, like, or anything like that since I was probably, like, 17, so. Knockout's the most painless thing yeah. in the world, yeah. man. <laughs> we like I said, I, and, I, and, and it wasn't even like I got, I didn't get, like, knocked out, like, flattened and put on the mat. Like, I yeah. just, like, I got dropped a hell of time, supposedly. And yeah. I dropped, like, three you times. You don't remember, huh? I just, I went a whole <laughs> fight, like, and I, supposedly, I was totally there. Like, in the video, it looks like I'm totally awake, but I don't, I remember just waking up inside the cage, and I was like, well, what happened? Yeah. Where am I? Like, I was like, <laughs> but I guess I went three rounds with this dude and he just beat the crap out of me. But that was the last time I ever experienced what it was like to be unconscious. Yeah. So, but to be uh, totally on the ground and on the mat after getting like stoned with one shot, I've never, I, even in training, and I just trained with some bad, bad dudes. So, well, it's you go to sleep with one guy in front of you and you wake up with four around you and you're wondering what the fuck just yeah. happened. You and, know I, I mean? and I haven't had that. Hey, how come you have a stethoscope? Wait, where yeah. am I? What just happened? Yeah. yeah. So, if there's nothing else I have going for me, it's that. Like, I, I'm, I'm a zombie when it comes to getting hit. So. That's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know why we're still talking, guys. My picture is not on the screen, which means everybody's tuned out completely. Yeah. They, I mean, yeah. no one's listening anymore if they can't look at me. Right, right. No, I, <laughs> That's I why they it. tuned in. Yeah. You know? I'm watching yeah. the numbers. You have folks watching. Me. So June 22nd, yep. Bay Area Combat. We know that we possibly have Diego, and we know that we possibly have the Bueno fight yep. and a few other ones that we're yep. working on. Um, are we still, we're in Napa. Yes, sir, we are. Okay. Napa so, loves us. We, we love Napa. <laughs> Napa's crazy, bro. The fight fans the turnout. What do you think, look, compare the, the craziness of the Napa fans to like Panda Cup. Man. 
Are they all crazy? I, I think they, all fight I, fans are crazy. You know, when I'm fighting, it feels like everybody gets turned. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's such a clowny ass word to use. That word sounds like in high school. <laughs> Bro, I gotta say something about. Listen, I'm gonna tell you guys something about Diego Bigelow right now. Listen, I listen to Young Buck, Young Jeezy. I listen to all these crazy gangster rappers. And I came in, I sat down, and I turned on. I turned on one of the oldest Young Buck songs from one of his first albums called Get Buck. And it literally played like maybe three beats of the intro to the song, no words. And my man goes, "Young Buck." Yeah. I was like, "What the fuck?" You Bro, know I, was, Young Buck I was in the middle. Of like, I was like in Loomis, like in like Roseville as a kid, like yeah. seventh grade, listening to like 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 Messy Marv and shit like, you know what I mean like, I was like I was in my room my you're mom, a gangster my mom bro my hated me man I wore bands bro like you know, <laughs> you know what I mean I skateboarded and shit and I'd listen to all this stuff Steve doesn't know what we're talking about he's like Waylon yeah. Jennings what uh, Willie Nelson yeah. Nah, you know I don't listen to country too much I, I listen to so much different shit all over you know you probably listen I bet, I bet you listen to like 80s hard rock like ACDC you know it's not my favorite you know it's like you know I, I turn on Pandora and put on like uh <laughs> fucking hell, you dude. like disco disco Deborah says <laughs> he does. Uh, I, dude, I, hey, I listen dude I, yeah. I, I, wait do I you turn, really listen you listen to disco oh dude I fucking turn on disco and fucking have everybody roll at the gym wait, okay, get, okay wait 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 wait, 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 wait a second 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 first of all nobody fucking listens to disco <laughs> secondly I mean even the people who listen to disco don't tell people they listen to oh. disco give me three disco songs what's a what's a good disco song Fucking greatest ever, staying alive, right? Oh my god, fuck, you, right? You listen to that? Like you'll turn that on in your car and listen to it? Not in my car, just at the gym. Just you're suspect, bro. Just you're suspect. <laughs> you're suspect. <laughs> give me, give me your top three songs on Spotify or or Pandora, or whatever you listen to. What would you turn on first when you get in the car? Three songs. Don't That's lie. Such a hard question, bro. Taylor Swift. You could tell. I me. didn't want to tell nobody. I didn't want to come out with it. With <laughs> hey, give me three. Give me three. Um, Let's hear a little bit about Diego Bigelow. Man, I listen to a lot of burners, my NorCal stuff. Um, listen to a lot of Logic. Probably okay, Logic. I all right. Logic, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I went for the white guys, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's my, but he's biracial, make sure you know that, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, um, and then, I don't know, man. I listen to a lot of stuff. I listen to a lot of Mozzie. I listen to a lot of... Uh, uh, like a lot of like super underground shit. So you like, still listen to rap, dude? You yeah. Just, you, you try to but, act like but, it was like a phase or something. No, no I, <laughs> uh, that's it. That's all. But no, I. Yeah. But like I said, as I got older, like and I started burning trees and stuff like that, I started getting because I used to just listen to music to get my blood rate right. spike, my you know my heart rate spiked. But now I listen to like I have like my lo-fi jazz. Yeah, I got you. you, you listen to me? jazz. Listen to jazz. Listen, bro. I'm on this show with a guy who listens to disco and a guy who listens to jazz. Yeah, all, this is a problem. I gotta get out of here. Like, this is my last. <laughs> episode, this is my last episode of this show. So you know hey, my funnest my funnest station to listen to is Spose Radio. You know on, on my Pandora. That shit's actually pretty fucking mellow to roll to because yeah. you know it's like I tell I tell my guys you you know think of your hip get in touch with your inner hippie peace love tranquility and roll you ever notice it's like it's like once you start relaxing and your role becomes better. What the fuck is wrong with you? Dude, I know. The guys who roll the classical music. Fuck, you know who I'm you remind you me what? of now? This what? is what I'm going to do. You got, You ever? You just said this too and it reminded me of You ever heard the song by Spose called I'm Awesome? That's the song I wanted to come out to Motherfucker, right there. Motherfucker, I'm, I'm awesome. awesome. That's oh, who right. you are, bro. Go watch that video. <laughs> Diego yeah, Bigelow is Spose. You got to come out to that song. That's now, the dude. song awesome. that, I'm, that I was going to come what out is to. It? What is it? It's called I'm Awesome by Spose. He was like, check it out. He was like this little white kid from the Burbs and he was doing these concerts in like these bars and some record exec walked in and heard that song and immediately signed him and he released the single and it blew up so and my then he sister just wrote this song yeah he made I'm a couple awesome. million dollars and then he just went back to being like this kid from the burbs i'm rolling 
Dude, yeah, it's a you good, gotta hear it's you a good just, station. Yeah, so I basically, I just got to go make my millions. And that's it. Back. One song, that's all you need, <laughs> bro. Said, one song. He, he could make a disco beat for you, and then you could just rap over it, Don't bro. sleep. <laughs> Don't sleep on it. <laughs> okay, what about TV? Do you ever get a chance to watch TV? Uh, yeah, a lot of don't watching. T- a lot. Don't, tell me, don't tell me the game. No, I've never seen one episode. Me neither. I'm, uh, I'm part of the 1%. Um, me too. Uh, but I I won my corny shows that I, I watched him. every episode of, and I'm like still sad that I haven't caught the last season. Peaky Blinders? No, no, I, don't, uh, I watched that. Actually, I no, you said corny show. What's the corny like, show? It's Supernatural. Oh, okay. That is pretty corny. <laughs> hey, bro, don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't That's even disrespect Supernatural, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't I, say shit dude. I watched a Big Bang Theory And I'm oh. like crying That it's the last season So <laughs> I, know, yeah. I always I was devastated the Last episode I watched It was the last one on Netflix so, Like keep in mind Like my first five fights That's what In between each fight While I was in the training camp I There's so many episodes That I hadn't seen Because I didn't watch it till like Do they clown? Do your, do your teammates clown you That you watch Supernatural? No, my no. They no. watch it with you, huh? You guys no. have like supernatural night. Uh, Julius no. brings the popcorn. <laughs> we, uh, we were gonna have a uh, me and my one of my best friends. We were gonna have with my little brother because my little brother he's all bro. We need to have a Harry Potter marathon. That's what I'm like, talking oh, about, dude. Yeah, I love Harry Potter. Like, Let's get a Harry Potter marathon yeah, yeah. going, man. Heck yeah. But, <laughs> don't, don't worry, I, I, I watch all those too. You guys got to watch. I'm telling you, I don't remember. I think we talked about this last time, but I watched the first season of Cobra Kai. The second season's out. You. To Is watch it, it dude. I'm telling you, it's the greatest show Damn, on earth. I gotta watch it. You have to watch it. Start with the first season, yeah. it's just dope. No, what but I see, you're young, it, yeah. so you never live through the movies. Well, so you're, you're tripping though, because I watched them all. That's Did you? Yeah, I went okay. crazy over then the you karate kid. have movies, to watch man. Cobra Kai, bro. Yeah, I'm with it. It I sticks to it. it so much, and it's so much nostalgia. Plus, Dude, they're doing a great job acting. Like it's a great show. Yeah, you gotta check it out. It's, it's much better than Ralph Supernatural. And stuff. It is, dude. It's yeah, them. It's them. And they're so crazy how how like the the white dude aged. Johnny Lawrence? Yeah. But you know what, dude? He's badass. Now. He's, his like acting he, is off the charts. Sick, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. crazy. It's like, it's, like watching, like, it's like watching the new Creed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just seeing how old they are. And like how, yeah. It's crazy. Like They were so shredded as when they were younger. The Creed movie actually is huge in Hollywood because it's the that's it for Sylvester Sloan. He's never going to play the Rocky character again. He's passed the torch off to what's the kid's name who plays creed um michael b jordan yeah so now it's his franchise so he said i'm never coming back the movies will continue but without me well it's because they don't they don't have a fucking uh, uh, walker access to the fucking <laughs> <laughs> i still wouldn't want that dude to hit me he's still in fucking crazy shape yeah. dude he really <clears throat> is you seen that you seen that you, of course have you seen that that video of sugar ray leonard in the bag no Dude, this dude's like sixty something years old. Is it and scary? Like, and he has like like throwing lightning punches up and down the bag. It's crazy. And that dude fought in literally the toughest era in that weight class. Hagler, Hearns, Duran. Sure, yeah. yeah, dude, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Actually the the the, the Duran story is crazy because uh is how smart he was timing right. the second fight. He's all he I remember he was talking about it too. He's all yeah, we knew he blew up in between fights, and I immediately thought of myself because I was like, I blew up between fights. Like, someone's <laughs> going to get me that way. You know what I mean? He's all, and uh, he's all, so I, I did my best to schedule it immediately following my loss, and they had him put up more money yeah. so that he would, like, you know, he have would to do take it. it. And yeah. then someone, there was, like, an issue where they, like, got a contract signed before uh, Duran even saw it. Yeah. And then he had to commit to it. And then, uh, but he was out of shape as fuck. And then, what's his name? Got his win back. So, yeah. But yeah, I think if Duran had actually been in shape, he would have won again. But yeah, and the No Moss fight, those legendary, dude. Yeah. Legendary. It's crazy because he's so, he's like, he's super old now, but he's just like, he's like full of life. Like, yeah. The healthiest 
old boxer ever, and he has a million fights. And Washington Five, like imagining having that those, that those kind of hands, how fast he was. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I, I miss eighties boxing, dude. Eighties and early nineties boxing, it's just, it'll never be the same, yeah. dude. Like all at Foreman, Holmes, you, Hagler, Hearns, Leonard, Duran, Tyson. Tyson. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's it's why just, I watch before all my fights. Like whenever I'm like mentally getting all like you know amped up, I'm like. Dude, there's like real ones that have been doing this. I have yeah. no reason to stress, man. Like, you know, yeah. I have no excuse to stress. Like, it's like back in the days when people had a lot more hunger. It seems like people have more hunger back then instead of showmanship. Fighters were broke back then, dude. They fought because they fucking had to fight, yep. dude. And that's why they fought. That's why the Diaz brothers are throwbacks because they fought because they had to. And everyone's like, why aren't they fighting? Because they got fucking millions of dollars now, dude. Yeah. They don't need to fight no more. Yeah. Like, nobody got it. Like, yeah. they fought because they felt they had to fight. Yeah. Now they're like, why dude i'm paid like why so you know i don't know for me it's not a matter of like i can't be good at anything else it's the only thing i want to be good at yeah so yeah yeah (laughs) yeah i mean yeah well man we we definitely appreciate you stopping by i really hope that this eugenio fight goes through i think it's going to be a good fight um shake off last night dude obviously you know it happens and uh can't win every fight in mma i tell that people that all the time they don't believe me man nobody can go undefeated look at look at george st pierre was a god yeah. yeah, and then what happened? Got knocked yeah. out, you know. So who knows? Like I said, I just gotta tell myself that you know, this failure is not final, success is not final, and I've had some pretty dope highs and some pretty shitty lows. And yeah. so they're both they're both on the they they're both I keep showing up. So you're still smiling, chilling, man. I'm blessed. Yeah. I got my son. I got everything. So, so a fight update too. Also, uh, so I was supposed to fight. Uh, Fortunately, I was able to watch your fight, but not fortunate because I was actually supposed to fight a guy, Gil Cavillo, up at the uh, Bear River Casino. Right. And I guess he went MIA and didn't fucking, uh, I guess, pulled out. He's telling everybody you bitched up, by the way. Uh, it's fucking terrible. I just made that up. Nice. I'm just trying to start shit. Well, you know. Make this podcast interesting. <laughs> yeah. So so I, I did a full fight camp, got ready in shape. Didn't happen. Yeah. yeah well, I'm a little bummed out. So you're reschedule? Now you're in shape on your motorcycle. So Pretty good. soon they're going to, oh, you're fighting on Indian reservations. Yeah, they yeah, won't they, license they, you. They, huh? they won't give me. Yeah, fuck no, I'm too old. Well, not just that. Nobody likes you at camo, I don't no. think. No, I talk, I talk too much shit. Yeah, to everyone, including everybody, including everyone, everyone, everybody. Yeah, see, Deborah can do it. Oh, so, yeah, by yeah. the way, for those of you at home, Deborah thinks that her her uh, negotiation skills are so good that she's going to get the California State Athletic Commission to let us have bare knuckle boxing in California. You heard it here first. It's never going to happen. Probably not. She's also signing a petition to get automatic weapons That's legalized right. in California. <laughs> Which probably will happen long before they ever agree yeah. to have bare-knuckle boxing yeah, in California. It is. So don't forget, guys, uh, June 22nd is Bay Area Combat, and it will be in Napa at the Napa Valley Fairgrounds, yep. correct? Yep. yep. Yes. Um, I'll have Dorsal. tickets next week and be posting them online. So yeah. Yeah. You know, the ringside go quick. So yeah. Yeah. follow us on Facebook. You'll be the first to know. There you and, go. And we have a couple of VIP tables left. Um, not many, I think two. Um, so those will go quick. Okay. And we're also looking for sponsors for our advertisements. So to join Suncoast Awning as a sponsor for the event. Yeah, so yes. also we'd like to say a thanks, a uh, shout out to uh, uh, Downtown Joe's. They're always, uh, uh, they always provide us a uh, place to host uh, uh, the weigh-ins every time. Yeah. They're a big, big part of our show. I'd like to say thanks to them. There you go. And Sunco Sonic for hosting today or for promoting today's podcast. 
Thanks, man, for coming by again. Especially, yeah. look, man, you lost last night. You came straight here, and you're like, fuck it, let's talk about it. Yeah, it's all like we're on to the next. We're here, I'm here to talk about the future, man. Yesterday is yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. So. And the future, hopefully, is Eugenio. Yeah, and a title in a title defense. Have you defended the title yet? You won it, and you yeah. haven't got a chance. Did nah, you? Just, this is this yeah. your first title defense. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know, and also need to shout out to uh, uh, Panda Cup. Everybody there, yeah. absolutely. Those, those, you know, uh, you know, Deborah has, has started working on a program to unite all the Northern California promoters and, and Southern California and Southern promoters. California, yeah, uh, 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 West Coast Promoters Association, uh, so we can try to fight the champions against champions and stuff, which is not really that you yeah. know known about yet. But so we're trying to, to make a champion of a champion's belt so that all the top fighters have to fight each other in California. So basically a, a lineal title that yeah. will encompass all the titles in that weight the class. champion, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah, shout out Bubba, though, man. Um, yeah, he, uh, he like, like I said, dude, to, for him to go out of his way to uh, make it so me and Arson could fight for the... Uh, California, the Camo State title, that was awesome. It was yeah. Just like you did with following the uh, yeah. Julius and Bueno fight. Um, that's that's cool to me, man. You know what I mean? Like just to be uh, have the opportunity, have the platform to 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 uh, shoot my shot and try to get it. That is uh, the real is really the victory I got from last night. So yeah. um, just to be able to get out there and have somewhere to do it, Bubba took care of us all, just like uh, you guys take care of us here. Yeah. And uh, yeah, shout out Panda Cup. And yeah. I want to I want to do the same thing because uh, listen, I had a weird event happen on Saturday where I couldn't finish Panda Cup. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I, I called Bubba and I called um, Anthony and I said, listen, man, I got a chance to hang out with Paulie Malignaggi, who's my favorite fighter of all time. He's coming from the the East Coast and we're putting on this event and these guys are going to pay me to, you know, come out and host this event and bring in all these fighters. And it was cool because we had, like I said earlier, we had um, the American Psycho, Stefan Bonner. We had the New York Badass, Phil Baroni, Max Griffin, Benito Lopez came out. That's but awesome. anyway, so I said, hey man, is it cool if I just do half the show and then I go hang out with Paulie Malignaggi? And these guys love me so much and they were like, look, dude, we don't want to take that from you. So go ahead and do it. Shout out to Brandon Kyle who came out and covered me, announced your fight yeah, cool. um, commentated with max for the night um so that was cool and then bottoms up who hosted that event last night um uh, was cool as well so i want to thank all those guys everybody who was like cool and said hey man go hang out with paulie yeah. we're gonna cover this shit for you yeah. so you can do that so i thought that was pretty cool everybody takes yeah. care of everybody that's what's up yeah absolutely man so we'll see you guys on the next barrier combat north bay face-off brought to you by suncoast awning and don't forget june 22nd check out the facebook check out the instagram check out all that stuff make sure you guys like and if you have any pictures from past events please post those as well and make sure you guys come out june and watch hopefully diego fight good luck with that and getting your eye back in order and yeah and uh, Sean Korea, kiss my ass. I'm out. <laughs> Savage. You go crazy. <laughs>